Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this day, for this month. Thank you, your presence is always with us, especially on this day. Thank you for accepting our praises and worship. And you have heard our prayers, you are going to answer to every one of them. Thank you for the love and the unity prevailing among us. We give all glory, honor unto you. Lord, even in this time, we wait upon you to hear from you. Let your word come to us as you want us to be. Let your word have its purpose in every one of our life. With thanksgiving, we ask this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Once again, it's my privilege to stand before you to share God's word. And uh, this word was already presented but still I was led to share about the spiritual blindness. We know about the blindness, all of us we know. At the same time there is a spiritual blindness the Bible speaks about. So what is the spiritual blindness? If you look at it for, as a definition for you to know, the spirituality or a, uh, a spiritually blind may hear the truth, but they cannot see or understand what it means. That, once again, I repeat it to you. A spiritually blind person may hear the truth, but they cannot understand the meaning of it. They cannot see the big picture behind the truth, that is salvation. And they are unable to see how it applies in their own life. They have a trouble in confessing the truth because they have a difficulty in believing what they cannot see. To understand it better, we should know and think about what is the physical blindness. The physical blindness is the one of the disease recorded in the Bible. There are three types of blindness. One is a sudden blindness caused by flies or aggravated by dirt or accident or so other, many other reasons. And uh, there is a gradual blindness caused by old age. People used to, the science always says that after years of 40, there is a chance for getting dim. But it is not, everyone accepts that too. And a chronic blindness. Paul suffered temporary blindness on the road of Damascus that we know by Acts 9.8. Scripture often refers to old people whose eyes grew dim. Isaac, about Isaac, it is mentioned, Genesis 27.1, Israel, that is mentioned in Genesis 48.10. Eli, 1 Samuel 4.15. 
So there are the, all the people, those when they are getting old, their eyes become dim. That is gradual. So here, the Israelites had a compassion for blind people. In fact, God placed a curse upon those who made the blind wander out of their way. Deuteronomy 27.18 says that. And Luke 4.18, Jesus ministered to many people who were blind, that we know from the Gospels. And he said, it was foretold, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the Gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight of the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. So Jesus Christ came to this world, all of us we know, to manifest the love of God. True. At the same time, the prophecy was there, and the other purposes of Jesus came to this world. One of it of today is to recover the sight of the blind. It may apply even the spiritual also, but at the moment, Jesus came to recover the blind. Let us know that. Not only that, Jesus healed a man who was born blind. John 9, 1 to 41, we see. A blind man whose healing was gradual. That was in Mark 8, 22 to 24. And two blind men sitting by the wayside, Matthew 20, 30 to 34, they cry out, saying, Have mercy upon us, O Lord, thou the son of David, and great number of others also came to him after hearing. Further, blindness was often understood to be a punishment for evil doing. That also there from the Old Testament time. Once again, I will repeat it to you. Blindness was often understood by a punishment. We find examples of this at Sodom. That is uh, Genesis 19.11. They struck the man, men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they became weary trying to find the door. You know the situation. And also the Syrian army was made blind. Second Kings 6, 16, 18 says, Elisha prayed and the case of Elimos and also the Papos Acts when they were preaching and the person came and he wanted to imitate as the Holy Spirit. There he was, became blind. So Paul has to pray for them. So these are all the instances proves that blindness caused by punishment. 
by punishment also people become blind and the bible reveals that when god's people do not obey him he allows a spirit of blindness to come over them because here even the deuteronomy it says because you did not did not obey the voice of the lord your god to keep his commandments the lord has not given you a heart to perceive the eye and eyes to see and ears to hear if you do not obey god's word god punishes makes them blind jesus explained that the isaiah's prophecy isaiah 6:9 to 10 he says also foretold the scripture of in the about the blindness affected the jews in his days who neither recognized him as the messiah nor understood his message matthew 13:10 to 15 is says so is going on and on there are many scriptures and those though it was said in the old testament it is confirmed in the new testament also by our lord jesus christ so in this text what as matthew jesus mentions several ailments about heart hearing vision problem that have throughout the time affected many people these ailments are not the physical type of for which many visit medical doctors seeking to be cured the ailment jesus mentioned in this passage matthew 13:10 to 15 are spiritual ailments which can be cured only through obedience to god's word today we are going to meditate or pay our attention in our one particular ailment that is spiritual blindness in ephesians 4:17 to 19 the apostle paul addressed spiritual blindness when he wrote this i say therefore and testify in the lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the gentiles walk in the futility of their mind whether what this is having verse 18 i read it to you having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of god because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart verse 19 who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness so in this verse paul warned ephesians brethren about this dreadful disease and its symptoms so this is how what is this it is a spiritual blindness when paul wrote to corinthians again corinthian church he also warned the corinthian brethren of spiritual blindness he said 
second corinthians chapter 4 3 to 4 but even if our gospel is veil it is veil to those who are perishing whose minds the god of the age has blinded who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of christ who is the image of god should shine on them christ came to this world as a light even when we think of ourselves before knowing the truth the truth is the light the truth is the word the truth is jesus christ himself as he is unless or before we know jesus christ we were in darkness that's what the scripture says we were in the darkness means we were blind we are blind to the truth we are blind to know about christ so we are blind to know the gospel so once we had jesus in us the light came to us and we are the children of light hello it's all about you amen so unless or until we know jesus christ in our life until we came to know the truth the word of god we were blind do you agree on that right you are right so in that case here he mentioned those who were blinded by satan the god of this world hence they were separated from god because they refused to believe and obey the truth of the gospel these few passages establish your truth spiritual blindness is a serious condition a condition that leads to spiritual death so let us examine some common causes of spiritual blindness spiritual blindness cannot be treated very simply or lightly because it will lead to spiritual death if that is the case our purpose of following christ is in vain anyhow let us see one by one what are the causes number one lust first peter chapter 1 3 and 4 sorry second peter chapter 1 3 and 4 is divine power as given us everything we need for life and goodness through our knowledge to him who called us by his own glory and goodness through this he has given us his very great and precious promises we are people of promise so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption of the world caused by the evil desires some bible say version says the lust so peter here discuss the remedy of for spiritual blindness caused by lust when he wrote many things drug addiction 
the cancers, cancer of the lung, mouth, throat, alcoholism. So these are all related to drinks. So gambling, addiction, AIDS, prostitution, murder, all or whatever you think about it, these are all caused by the lust of the high, the lust of the fleshy nature. So that will lead to even the physical death, more than that, it will lead to spiritual death as well. Some of our own brethren are maybe blinded by the sinful lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. If it is anyone, and it is a time for to know what is the solution for it. So the lust is the one of the reason for spiritual blindness that will lead into spiritual blindness. Secondly, following the blind guides. Jesus said, if the blind leads the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Matthew 15, 14. See, in these days, in this year, actually, since the year started 2023, we heard many things about false teaching, false, pro false preacher, false doctrine, so many things. Again and again, the warning is coming to all of us to aware of this. Why? In these days, it is much more than the previous years. People are very simply deceived by the false doctrine and the false teaching and the false prophets and the false preachers. Everything is false. Unless you are spiritually well or you are not blind, it is possible. If you are blind, it will be led to disaster. So here, even Isaiah wrote, those who guide these people misled them and those who are guided are led astray. Isaiah 9.16 says, that's what Jesus said. False prophets caused God's people to do wrong and they led them astray. Today, many so-called gospel preachers please the ears of the brethren who do not love the truth. As a result, these brethren are walking in spiritual darkness without knowing they are getting blind. I do not know how many of you are aware of, but why I say and emphasize again and again why God gives this message to us. Nowadays we watch many things. Many things. It is easy, everything is, when we say that the world is in our hand or in our pocket, so the world is, you know about the world, what the Bible says about the world. What is the relation between the world and us? Hello? What is the relation between the, relationship between the world and us? We are in the world, but we are not for the world. We are created. We are not belongs to this world. We are belongs to whom? Where? 
Allah. All our purposes, all our efforts, all what we take is to make heaven. We consider, we believe this world is temporary. This world we are living, God has given us the life to prepare for his kingdom. Only to prepare. This world is not going to come with us. Or whatever the things of the world is not come with us. If we are attached with the world or the things of the world, you cannot be lifted up. Hello? Do you believe that? So we have no... Otherwise, the world, the world, whenever, whatever we say is, the world is represented as the sinful world. There are much opportunity for us to be deceived. The world is, all, everything is there. But at the same time, God has kept us. So one preacher said that, God is holy. God has chosen the unholy people and made holy and kept them in the world to live as a holy. It is a sinful world. God has kept us. But God expects us to live holy. He took us from this world and he cleansed us, made us holy and made of his, himself and again keeping us in the same world and expects us to live holy. Hello? Hope you understand this language. So here, Jesus warns of false teachers in a sermon of mountain, sermon of mount. He said, Matthew 7, 15 to 18, Beware of the false prophets who come to you in the sheep clothing, but uh, inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather? So it's going on. So you know about it. This world is full of false prophets as well. They will come in the last days. Are you blindly following the preachers because he is your preacher? Or do you? Did as, uh, as, uh, as in the Acts 17, 17, 11, the barrenness, search the scriptures daily to determine the whether it is not of the things or the teachers of the preachers of, or, or preaching is true. When the apostles are preaching, whoever it is, even whoever preaching is, you have to always check that whether it is from the word. The word means in the Bible, in your Bible. So that is the, so even in the early days, in the times of early apostles, they were very much aware of it. When they preach, they accept, they baptize, but at the same time, they are very much concerned about referring the scriptures. So we should be people of that kind. Thirdly, fear of men. Some of our brethren or some people are reluctant to admit they are Christian because they fear what others may think. Some of these brethren 
worry about what visitors might think when a gospel preacher uses the truth of the gospel to be contradict the denominational doctrine. Here I have to say that yes, even among the Christians, there are differences. There are denominational differences. Some people are of some group, belongs to some group, they will not come out of it. So they are very scared to come to the open truth. The gospel is open to everyone. There is nothing hidden. So if you ask some people, some families, it is still today, they are very much bound with the old traditional denominational church and some members are coming to the truth. They know the truth they are following. So even to invite the visitors, they are very scared. So that is the fear of men. Some people are very, very, very scary even to testify that I am a Christian. Some families are living like that. That's why in these days it is very common to hear about secret Christian. Actually it should not be, it's not the right term, there should not be secret, but maybe they have their own reason. But as Christian means, he is called to witness, to testify among the people. Even when the time of Jesus Christ, whenever God has healed them, he told them particularly, go and tell your family. Go and tell your people. So like that, whenever, whatever you receive it, you are expected to go and declare it. So there are many, many references are there. So here, some denominational preachers practice, don't ask or don't tell. So the method, they are following this kind of methodology. So some so-called gospel preachers fear that they will lose their jobs because unpopular of they speak of the truth. So it is, the pulpit is not for the place to fearful men. The Bible teaches that a fearful will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So in this case, even Proverbs 29-25 says very, very clearly, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be saved. The fear of man is, brings snare to that person. Do not fear about men. The apostle said a perfect example, fear, fearlessness. So I call your attention to Acts 5.28, where the high priest said to Peter and the other apostles, Did we not strictly command you not to teach this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring these man's blood on us. 5.29 says, Then Peter and the other apostle answered to them and said, We have to obey God rather than man. How many of us have that kind of boldness to say, I should fear God than man? People are very, very fear about men. Even their families and the authorities 
what will happen to my job, what may happen to my life, what will happen to my family. So much, so much, whether you have, some people are fearing God or not, they are very much fearful to men. It is a snare. That is the scripture says. If you have a Bible, it is there. So, fear of man will lead to spiritual blindness. Fourthly, prejudice. Some people allow prejudice to blind them. So, the dictionary, Webster dictionary defines prejudice as a preconceived judgment or opinion. Prejudice has caused many to reject the truth of God's word without giving it fair hearing. Many are entangled in religious error because they are unwilling to examine what they believe, teach and practice and compare it to what the Bible teaches. Let us, like those mentioned in Acts 10, have willing minds. There, a Jew named Peter went to preach the gospel to Cornelius and his household, the Gentiles. Notice the words of Cornelius in Acts 10, 33b. He said, Now therefore, we are all present before God to hear all the things commanded by God. That is Cornelius. All his family, he accepted, he exposed to the truth and he has accepted Christ in their life. So no prejudice is evident in this statement. So is there anyone, any chance we allow prejudice to blind you? If it is that, it is a time to realize and recognize and go for the remedy. Fifthly, the religious confusion. The religious confusion. Some people are blinded by religious confusion. In this world, there are many religions. All except the religion authorized by Jesus Christ are false and vain. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except through me. Matthew 15, 7, 9, Jesus said, You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when the prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teaching are but rules taught by men. We are not the people to worship God in such a way. We are the true worshippers. That's what we believe in. The true worshippers will worship Him with, in spirit and truth. We are people of God. Amen? Amen. Sixthly, family ties. For many, bloodlines run thicker than truth. Some people belong to a particular religion because of their father, their mother, or their family members, where members 
of that religion. Because of the family ties, some justify a family member's sinfulness rather than rebuking him for the sin in which he is involved. It is common even sometimes the unbeliever spouse or a believer married to an unbeliever spouse, they have the issue, their family issue, their family tie, all these things. That will be a very long procedure or a struggle in their life to go parallelly and only God's mercy, by God's mercy, they can be saved. So, it is a very wrong decision to be uh, united with the unbeliever. So, all of you know about it. First Samuel 3, 12 and 13, the text says, In that day I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows because his sons made themselves awful, abominable and he did not restrain them. So it is happening in the Christian family too. It is applicable. Parents are very much in the Lord but if they miss their children, if they don't control their children, this is the case. Eli, what has happened to him? Even though he is a prophet, and God said no, so he will. It is not acceptable by him, and he will punish it. So, these are all the cases. These are all the reasons for spiritual blindness. What are they? Once again I repeat it for you. What are they? The lust, following blind guides, fear of men, prejudice, religious confusion, and the family ties. Blindness is caused by Satan. People who are unable to believe Christ will be blinded by Satan. It is easy for him. Those who could not believe Jesus Christ, it is easy for Satan to make them permanently blind. And by his, here blindness is indeed a great tragedy. You can imagine the blindness. Think about your physical, if it is a physical blindness. Imagine the tragedy. There are millions in this world who have been blinded by the prince of the world, Satan. Their spiritual eyes have been blinded so that they are not able to see the light of the gospel and believe the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is the case of the world. So they may have the perfect physical eyesight. But as far as eternity is concerned, they are blind, as I said in the beginning. Second Corinthians 4, 3 and 4. 
But even if our gospel is vain, it is vain to those who are perishing. For says, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who has a image of God, should shine on them. Such are the last and are the outside Christ. So these are all the people. So these are all the chances. These are all the times. These are all the ways. How, why Satan blinded them. When we talk about the outside, there is something inside the church as well. There are three types of blindness, three kinds of people inside the church. They may be the member of the church, they may be attending the churches for years, but still there are people blind. I'm sorry, it is not offending you anywhere, anyone. It is to bring awareness. And it is a part of the gospel. It is a part of God's word. How why it is? Surprisingly, there are some blind within the church as well. They are considered blind because the spiritual vision is not sharp. Their vision is blurred, unclear. They are partially blind. They have somehow found their way to heaven, physically Jerusalem. But because of their horn handicap, they are unable to press on and such as neither will they go forward nor allow others to do, do so. Yesterday the promise came to us, even in the beginning of the Washington service itself, move forward, move forward. Even though one month is there, yes we are called, the word came to us to move forward. If this kind of spiritually blind people are there, they cannot move forward. Rather, they also become a stumbling block, stopping others to move forward. See, the right time, the right word came to us. Actually, this message was prepared last month. Because of my accidental things and I could be able to travel, I could not present this message that time. See the word how God brought in the right time. Why God delayed one month and brought it today. The word God speaks to us, you move forward, but still, if you are spiritually, if you have a spiritually blinded people among us, they themselves cannot move forward. They also stop people moving forward. I didn't expect Amen to that. Because you don't accept it. <laughs> you are expecting and uh, what I am going to tell. So here, the first class people are, those who do not give all diligence or persistence to build up their Christian virtues are blind. If you are not Give all your diligence to know the truth. If you are very casual, coming to church and going, 
coming to search our, our, the, 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 the castle and going. And it is not because the church activities we are involving here, there and all. And unless you are not diligent to know the truth, the depth of the truth, if you are not concerned, if you are not interested, you are the first person, you are the one of the person. What Bible says, it is not me telling. Ephesians 1, 18 and 19. What Paul says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. The power is like the working of his mighty strength. Here Paul prays that the eyes of understanding of the Ephesians may be enlightened. This can then enable them to know the hope of their calling, the glory of his inheritance in the saints and the exceeding great power in them that believe on him. So the great hope is inheritance and also the great power. The Christians who do not able to know and experience these three things are still spiritually blind and need to have the eyes for their understanding enlightened. Secondly, second class blind people, those who lack certain virtues listed by Peter are considered blind. Second Peter chapter 1, 5 to 9. Second Peter chapter 1, 5 to 9. Just I will read it for you. And these are all the virtues. And if you are not consider these virtues, and the Bible says that this is the one of the class of people blind. I will read it quickly. For this very reason, make every effort. I said, do, if we are not diligent. Here, we have to make every effort to add to our faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to be brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, it is not reading several times and hearing several times, not knowing or not having in us. This is the reason. We are not very much, you are careless about it. We are not, these virtues are not in us. So further I will read it. So in this case, they will keep you from ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9, but if anyone does not have them, he is near, open your Bible and see, 
is nearsighted and blind. Scripture is clear to you. He is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Nearsighted means only seeing the nearest, you cannot see further. The Bible says, yeah, I didn't say. Christians who do not give all diligence to build up their Christian life are blind. We must not, you note here, well, such Christians cannot see afar off. So they are become short-sighted people. So here, so this happens because they have been careless about cultivating certain qualities in their Christian life like a faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness and love. As long as we are not diligent in acquiring these qualities, we are blind and short-sighted. That's what the Bible says. How many of us have diligently sought to make these qualities in our life? So there are third class. I will closely go quickly. 1 John 2.11 It is very simple. Whoever hates his brother is in the darkness. 1 John 2.11 Whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. He does not know where he is going. Because the darkness has blinded him. Straightforward. Is there anything I added here? Nothing. It is straightforward. If you do not love your brother, who is your brother? Who is your neighbor? They are your brothers. We are brothers and sisters. If you do not love them, you are blinded. You are in the church. That's what the Bible says. The Christians who are no love for the brethren or blind, such will not enter the holy city and they will be hindrance to those who would want to enter them. So let this be a checkpoint in our life. If we cannot love our fellow brethren, we cheat ourselves by thinking that we love God. We think we are all right. But God says that we walk in darkness and that we ourselves do not know where we are going. That's what the Bible says. You do not know where you are going. You may be coming to church. The Bible says you do not know where you are going. If you are blind. Okay. A small uh, uh, comparison. I made it for uh, physical vision and uh, spiritual. What is the physical uh, blindness and the spiritual blindness? Physical, no vision to see the things or object. Spiritual, blind from knowing the truth. The physical, not seeing the things means natural, it is caused by natural ailments, sudden, partial, chronic and temporary. Spiritual, sometimes born blind, partial, Gradual, temporary. But in physical, it is by Satan. 
but in spiritual it is by sorry uh, yeah by god as well as satan the physical the spiritual it is only by satan the difference is great difference is if you are physically blind it is possible to make heaven hello if you are spiritually blind you cannot make heaven so here as a conclusion have you got get cure first thing first thing if anybody wanted to get cure first thing accept that you are a blind very simple how you the salvation is accepting you yourself as a as a sinner here first of all you should accept that you are blind some people are trying their maximum not wearing the glasses and the physically they are trying the best to read and manage ourselves spiritually you cannot do this if you do that you are cheating yourself so if you are blind accept it realize it accept that we are blind willing to get cure from blindness cry and shout or pray pray to god to give you sight believe and obey what he has commanded or instructed receive the sight thank him and glorify him in the short message we have considered six ways in which many are spiritually blind i urge you not to allow any person or anything to blind you to the truth then jesus can say of you as he did of his disciples in matthew 13:16 conclusion blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears they hear they are blessed there are remedies because of the time i have to just read it remedies for promised in christ jesus proclaimed in the gospel and perfected by in faith and perverted by disobedient so this is the word of god for us today to open our spiritual eyes amen let's pray father god we come to you in the name of jesus christ thank you for your word lord help us to understand as we heard and pay attention to know the truth and live by the truth thank you lord choosing us and made us as we are one help us to grow and move forward in the in our days lord to see your the future glory in our life in jesus precious name we pray amen